It's such a boon that you are a trained journalist because <laughs> yeah. it was like you're doing a profile on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Really, so how did this all start? A really long story about a holiday trails off and you sort of shifting through cards under the table. And you're like, <laughs> what do you think we should have done in the Suez crisis? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me about your mum. She's like, I'm not really, oh, not really in touch with my mum. And I'm like, okay, so immediately discard about six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentally just crossing through a bunch of lines. <laughs> right, what was the... Well, you could... Agincourt, uh, a, a defeat for the musket? <laughs> or it's like, L.A. Noir, like every time it's because I'm not that close to my mum and suddenly hear this ding, ding, ding. like it's hard yeah, to care like you fucked it up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go my notepad or you, or, you, or you say or she goes I'm not that close to my mum and then she just looks at the ceiling loads she goes she's lying she's lying <laughs> press X to doubt I've got to doubt this I love that where I was like it got to I, I, I remember sort of thinking about halfway through I was like am I a psychopath I just cannot read any of these emo- like that, is he looking up is that meant to be lying or yeah it was just really Wait, strange are you saying that la noir is the first game that because it's not programmed perfectly could make a lot of people believe themselves to be sociopaths <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> yeah like everyone in the game designing studio is like it doesn't help that people who design games have no social skills or uh, ability to recognize human I faces find yeah. so funny, <laughs> these are the least social people so they're going yeah, when, as far as i'm aware when people lie they look at Every corner of the room. Uh-huh. And then you look mm. down at your notepad. Yeah. I, I, I like the fact that they thought, the people making it thought PS3 was like, okay, that is definitely the right technology yeah. for us to nail <laughs> facial tits. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got that uncanny valley yeah. polar express yeah. tip behind the eyes. <laughs> they, they, they put yeah. a mocap ping pong ball on cheeks. <laughs> like, you don't need that level of mocap. I just, I, I, I love like, like trying to lie to someone and then just making a smile like I'm the Jack Nicholson Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, believe this. Yeah. Well, I'm on. He's happy because he's told a lie. Yes. <laughs> I just love lying. I, like, I remember him saying that earlier. I used to know someone who was an incredible liar, but he was so excited about how good of a liar that he was that he was not able to sustain the lie because he'd have to tell someone about the deception. Right. Oh, right. Like yeah. the overly, like the supervillain complex. Like yeah. A- yes. It was mm. like at any time he was. He was pretty good. He was. He was very calm under pressure. Um. Uh, and then he would just be unable to hold it all in. And so I became like, why I've never heard of John so Benet Ramsey. I, I, he's the housekeeper in, yeah. at Knives Out. I became, I basically, be, I became his lying confidant, like his valve, his yeah. release valve. Mm. <laughs> it, it, he just, it, and I mean, it's a, it's a very, it's, it's almost like you're someone's therapist, but for them being kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. And not huh. wanting to improve. Is that how he got caught out? Like, he'd tell someone something at a party, I and mean, he'd be like, Riley, I need to talk to you now in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious. Riley! Just <laughs> <laughs> immediately. 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 It's, like, it's like the film Crank. Like, immediately the clock yeah. starts ticking. <laughs> uh, oh, don't tell someone about this lie in the next 15 minutes. But what was the scale of the lies? Like, big, small? Ev- everything. Everything. All the time. So he would have to, sometimes you'd be hanging out, and he'd just be like, the other day I said, I like celery. <laughs> mm. And would- they kept feeding it to me. 
Yeah, and, and the truth is, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I can't tell my I can't tell my girlfriend the heir to the celery fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I have to endorse it. Just briefly, Rosanna celery. <laughs> briefly on the subject of crank. Did you ever think in crank that if if you were in a situation, yes, you would I just, love you that you would said that. I would I would take my own life instantly, <laughs> like no. within a no, second. No, no. If I was in a crank situation, I would immediately mm. get someone starting to film me, and I would try to then recreate the film crank. Great idea. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Crank in this reality? Or are you the first mm. crank to be cranked? <laughs> well, no, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. If there's no, yeah. Is this, is, is like, this Human Centipede 2 yeah, where he's yeah. obsessed with the film Human Centipede? Yeah. Or is yeah. this one of those zombie films where they pretend oh, the word that- zombie doesn't exist? So they go, there's these like, they're dead, but they're walking around. Has someone got like that oh. d- term copyright? Is, what, that, the, the what, is that why? Why can't they say zombie? Because they, uh, there's no one in any, I'd really like it in a zombie TV show or film. Halfway through, they went, yeah. why are you guys not calling them that? Why, why are they keep, called yeah. shamblers? Why do you keep calling them walkers or shamblers or the, yeah. the mm. return? Well, nothing's ever walked before in this universe. Yeah. But I think they have to do it because otherwise it's always like well why don't you already know all know to shoot them in the head yeah I'll you've be, seen the zombie films but they have this in like a, a show about vampires it'd be sort of like teeth guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> is this show about vampires or a show about dentists living life yeah. on the edge these vein suckers yeah some kind of vein sucker he lives in some kind of old building it's kind of like weird like Peter Thiel guys yeah. <laughs> what was it the, my, my favorite instance of a sort of a sort of, of a fictive universe recognizing an element of itself as existing in the real world or recognizing an element of the real world as existing in it with some intertextuality is Ocean's 12 where a major part of the storyline yeah. is that the character played by Julia Roberts looks an awful lot like Julia Roberts. I think they, they kind of can't get around it by never ever mentioning her by name and they go, you look like that actress. So that could... Theoretically, right. she might no, not. No, I think exist. she's referred to as Miss Roberts. Oh, really? I'm gonna look okay. Let's look okay. at that. Weirdly, all of my friends look like famous in, actresses too. In <laughs> being John Malkovich, he's not the John Malkovich. He's got a different middle name. So the idea is he's playing John Malkovich is playing a different character called but John. A Malkovich. different right. famous actor called John mm. Malkovich. Yes. So just a very similar wow. character. Yeah. So it's like the equivalent of um, O.J. Simpson's book, If I Did It. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. He, like, well, no. he is like a equity dispute, uh, John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> there was already a John Malkovich, technically. John so. Z. Malkovich. <laughs> I think if I had like, uh, if if I had any sort of equity dispute with my name and I wasn't allowed to have it, I'd change it to something so specific, like Pinkett Smith. I would, yeah. go, like, I would make it someone, someone who is only known for movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd change my surname yeah. to that. I'd be Glenn, like, right, I'm going to be a Nat Dynasty. Glenn Pinkett Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adolf B. Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn in the pink. I'm afraid that you're going to have to put an initial in there. Well, There's I, already I, a Hitler. Adolf Hitler <laughs> Adolf is on IMDb, yeah. and he's listed as an actor being in The Triumph of the Will. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are yes. his reviews like on IMDb? <laughs> yeah. mm, damn. Really promising can, guy. Can you separate the art from the artist? <laughs> I mean, you really believe his performance. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I often, I've thought about this before, though, like all the people yeah, whose yeah, surname posing, must sorry, be Hitler. She's yeah. posing specifically as a pregnant Julia Roberts. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. This is, mm. that's the thing, this, I remember when I was like, <sighs> when I was a sort of 17 year old in university with pretensions to being anything but a shithead who comments on things, I was like, I'm going to try to write a play. I going to say rob a casino. <laughs> 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 I'm going to tr- try to rob a casino, but in a charming way that yeah. sort of, that enchants America for well, yeah. one and a half movies. And um, that's the kind of thing that as a 17 year old trying seriously to write a play, I would write as a first idea. Yeah, that yes, is yeah. that is a script concept that that, that is a, that is a bit of script problem solving that did not get past a first draft. 
It's mm. mad. I yeah. find decisions like that mad in films where you get, were, were there not more than 10 people in the movie industry that, who said, please don't do this. It must be that yeah. that is, whenever you see that, I imagine that that decision was suggested by the person with all the money late in the day, quite close to a deadline. Mm. And the director and all the writers just went, sure. Yeah. Because they knew mm. that like, well, we've got to keep this guy on board. He's got all the money. He's like the lunatic funding this film he's the studio head whatever he needs to have a thumbprint on this somewhere so he feels mm. part of it maybe, maybe it was the one compromise and it was like yeah. that was the lesser of 10 separate evils yeah. in which it was like <laughs> George Clooney dresses up as Matt Damon yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you know, do you know that's the story of the like very illegal like underage making out in Animal House no what in the in the mm. in the National Lampoon oh, God, movie Animal House funded by Epstein yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could it be on an island yeah <laughs> um, Animal Island Animal Dr. Island Moreau. Yeah. why animals why not children? most dangerous game of all <laughs> being a paedophile <laughs> So wait, you're, are, you, are you suggesting? <laughs> sorry, sorry, um, sorry. I want to unpack that for a second. I'm not going to let mm. that just sit. <laughs> are you suggesting that in this fictive universe, yeah, what Epstein did was just be so fundamentally bored with the world <laughs> that he decided <laughs> to go up against... Well, I go up against every single sort of law enforcement agency. I mean, in my so, opinion, he was on all of their sides. Yeah, well, like, yeah. why can't you still a painting like Thomas Crown if you're a bored billionaire? Why can't you just you know? just steal a painting? Yeah, it's entry yeah, yeah. level. Yeah, but in the in, when the guys were writing Animal House, it's full of like uh, anti like Vietnam War stuff and loads of drinking and mm. and everyone's got their tits out at some point and nudity and fighting and mm. whatever whatever swearing. So the strategy was you'd put a bunch of absolutely beyond the pale stuff in the script expecting them to ask it to be cut. Right. Because whenever you do it with a board of classifications, they didn't want an R rating because an R rating would have killed the film. So they were like, right, so you put in like three or four ridiculously horrific things. Yeah. And then you can say to the censorship board, look, we've cut four really important things just because you guys didn't like Mm. them. Come with us on this. Let us have the drinking. Let us have the. We've naked already gotten rid of the tits. moose fucking. What are you exactly. going to do? Yeah, yeah that, take my life. The direct <laughs> ejaculation scene is cut. Yeah. You've cut it. You've won. Yeah. You've won. And they put in um, one of the characters ends up making Look, out with this girl at a party. Uh, Adolf Hitler still just has one entry on IMDb. We yeah. haven't given another yeah. one. What else do you want from us? He's incredible. You're going to suggest Hitler doing this for a second? Like we've yeah. already gotten rid of so much of the manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's yeah, elevator pitching it. Can but, I at least have the make one? big one pot stew on a Sunday. come on <laughs> but yes the the there's a bit in the in animal house where the guy's making out with a girl after a party and she goes oh i'm 14 or something it's like it's very young mm. Mm. and it was because they wanted it to be 16 and they wanted the, them to say no and then they bring it up to 16 so they said 14 and they went great mm-hmm. yeah and it's they were the going, 70s and, they and they this is that, normal exactly yeah. they yeah, went yeah. this is the 70s if anything would be furious if this wasn't in here yeah it's the 70s and we're rich and we work in the media what yeah. do you think we're fine with yeah the, the thing that yeah that was that they, they forgot that they were dealing with hollywood yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah. I want to I want to ask everyone here a question. There's been something that's been on my mind for approximately two weeks ever since I saw this. I've been wanting to put it in an episode of Trash Future, but I haven't found the place to do it. If I say the last name Max Tone Graham, what media property does that put you in mind of? And there's one that it should. Max Tone Graham. Yes. As in like like Warner Brothers esque company? Do you mean? Well, it, no. Do you mean like, like what genre? show? What show? Oh right, Max oh. Tone Graham. Max Tone Graham, like a specific sh- TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, one we've all watched and quote endlessly. Um, God, I don't know. No, Ooh, I don't. The Simpsons. 
Yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. So that was the a, is is that Ian the Ma- sh- woman at the end? No, Ian Maxtone Graham was one of the um, one of the writers of the like golden age of the Simpsons between um, like in like the nineties. Mm-hmm. And I found there is a Spectator columnist who wrote an article two weeks ago talking about how now we have to stop calling cold breakfast continental now that we've done Brexit. And she's called Isenda Maxtone Graham. And I've been obsessed with, with trying to find out if these two people are related. They've got to be fucking related. Someone They've with them, got to be related. That is quite... And also someone called Isenda claiming that we've become too European is quite a... Yeah. I thought you were going to say that they'd written an article saying we can no longer call it the golden age of the Simpsons. And if you watch some of the 2018 <laughs> ones, actually, yeah. that's kind of a new golden yeah. era. <laughs> well, wait, there's episodes where Lisa learns something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 mean I, I tuned in once and there was an episode where Bart and then Lisa made a Game of Thrones castle out of cardboard boxes and a dragon, and they were attacked by UPS. And I, I, I well, they trying to do a ah, South Park thing and trying to make yeah. it all relevant. I think the the, the mm. Simpsons stopped being good. I think the moment the uh, the celebrities stopped playing characters and started playing themselves, yeah. I think it was yeah, 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 yeah. Except for James Woods. Well, it's not James been, Woods was the yeah, single but he's like best the character of a J. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's it's still, yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons hasn't been the same yeah. since UPS militarized. I think we can yeah. all agree. <laughs> <laughs> that ever, really ever, changed honestly, the tone. Ever, ever, ever since uh, ever since UPS were allowed to start carrying guns and also benefited from the um, massive army oversupply that got uh, you know redistributed to UPS yeah. departments throughout the U.S. Yeah. and now they're like you know delivering people's vibrators and MRAP vehicles or whatever. Yeah. That's been a bit of a problem. UPS rebanded as black parcels and began throwing things out of an <laughs> APC just onto your Judge driveway. Dread. No, yeah. I did that. De- <laughs> delivering you I a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> you have 15 seconds to sign. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Ian um, Maxtone but... Graham has written some of just the most incredible Simpsons episodes. He wrote... Um, he wrote uh, The City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Oh, wow. One of the top. Yeah. No... Uh, what, what was it? No hot dog. Only clash of a lash. Yes. Yeah. He, he also... He also did Burns Baby Burns as well. One of the one of the tops. Another, yeah. another one of the tops. Rodney Dangerfield playing yeah. Mr. Burns' son, Rodney what? Burns. Did you not see this episode? No. Rodney Dangerfield mm. is Burns' as estranged fat loser son. I was you know, I really I was thinking about Rodney Dangerfield uh, for ages this morning because yes. I was like he's he's famous for like five jokes. Yes. And I just yeah. I, yeah. I, it just really stayed with me for a long he, time. He's the closest thing that comedy mm. ever had to like when it's like music where they just go do those again. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we love those. Well, they were dice. That's how you don't get any respect. Dice was that as well. Yeah. Andrew Dice yeah. Clay 40 years later yeah. is still saying hickory dickory duck and it's mm. still filling Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Al Pacino Dice Clay. I think Clay. it's you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that like you can put as, as much crockery down your pants as you want. Really what you have to do is you have to like get people falling in love with something they can quote to their friends. That's it. Well, I, mean, I, think, I, I remember watching a, a Andrew Dice Clay video where it was it was one of those things so, someone introduced me to him about four years ago. And what they're described to you, you know, sometimes something, something gets described to you and you go, how have I gone my life without ever, yeah. ever hearing about this person? Yeah. Yeah, that and is you watch weird. It and you see the popularity. And I had this a couple of years ago. And my girlfriend told me about the Habsburgs and I'd never, ever heard of them. They're going to be big. I and nearly, my jaw dropped. I nearly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. Uh, I nearly fuck like you. melted in a museum yeah. where I just couldn't stop laughing. And she was just showing me like painting after painting after painting. Of and these then, and then uh, Yeah. And then the, the one who was like the end of the, the end of that specific royal bloodline. Yeah. His autopsy report was like his head was just full of water. Um, <laughs> I was just, I was like, 
a single. Couldn't breathe a single, a black, single black testicle. testicle and like one lung. <laughs> yeah, the Crazy. original, the original God. poster. So. Autopsies used to be way more metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember both your girlfriend Katie and you texting me. Like uh, on the day like, of that, going, going she's gone. Please tell me you it. know about <laughs> the Habsburgs. Yeah. And Katie being like, Glenn's just found out about the whole, you know, head of water. Yeah, Spanish just king. Me the Burns and the Habsburgs mm. chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had a similar thing with Andrew Dice Clay where. I was watching this like insanely like xenophobic act where all these people che- not laughing just cheering <laughs> and being and, and just thinking it's just so ut- utterly bizarre and I was like yeah it's the first uh, comedian to sell out Madison Square Garden and it's like what? I <laughs> your pardon? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but what was weird was when he got to his nursery rhymes where it's like Lilibus Muffet said not tough and then I fucked her up the ass and then yeah. everyone just mm. gets angry. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, before, he, before that, he's like smokes a cigarette in a weird way, like puts his arm around his head and smokes a cigarette and yeah. then he does it under his arm, that sort of thing. And that's like the cue that I'm going to I'm going to tell my nursery rhymes in a second. But when he gets a cigarette out, the audience start cheering yeah. because he's going to tell the joke that they know. Yeah. And I find that really, really weird. An audience gets so excited going, oh, this I know this word for word. He's going to yeah. do this bit now. Mm. But it's like when you hear about, um, you know, McIntyre stuff where people would shout out uh, or like Mickey Flanagan, people would say, do out, out. I saw, I saw yeah. um, Lee Evans do a show when I was about 10 years old <clears> and I, uh, and someone at the end like yelled out a routine for him to do. And he was like, well, this is my new tour. And someone kept on yelling at it. And he was like, why can't you just think of the bit? <laughs> like, <laughs> why can't you remember of, it? Just think of the, think if you remember it. So just think of it. But it's funny, isn't it? Because <laughs> if you're with friends, you can do that. You can say, do that fucking impression again. Do that thing. Mm. That's mm. more acceptable, but on stage it becomes bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes perverse. Yeah. But the 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 funniest thing with, like you say, Andrew Dice Clay and his audience getting angry is that there's some comedians like him where the audience are the closest thing to the baying mob in a kind of Mad Max Thunderdome. Like, yeah. you always remember them as having, like, like really technological eye patches and strings of bullets, <laughs> bullets across their chest. You're going, ah, kill the Outlander. Yeah. 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 The, really the thing you have to remember, thing you have to remember is that in real life, all of these guys are very enthusiastic about killing the Outlander or whatever. Yeah. But, like, they'll, they, mostly they live sort of sit now, let's see, now. They used to like live in cars listening to drive time radio saying that's right. Now they sit in front of their computers recording like four hours of YouTubes about their various gripes with just people yeah, yeah. from their lives. And, yeah, and if they yeah. were ever to try to stand, like if, I always remember there was this gl- there was this guy. And here's the other thing about Glenn Moore. He still respond to my tweets. <laughs> there was this guy, Eric Erickson. Uh, who is a, <laughs> what a fucking yeah. name? Yeah, and uh, he once said he's like a right wing pundit in the states, and he I, once I, I can't. I'm, I'm trying to describe his face. Yeah. Oh, all right, this is this is his Twitter profile picture. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. For yeah. everyone at home, uh, Glenn just looked slightly to the side, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> it was like, but it was a sort of flatulent smugness to it. Yes. Mm. Like he just and, owned and, someone. Very and, and Bruce Eric, Bogtrotter and, energy. Eric Erickson yes. is like, um, is like <laughs> a a just a a great big fatso who once said, um. Uh, like screwed up my scheduling and had to power walk 0.75 of a mile home and almost didn't make it. <laughs> like because I love using the- 0.75 instead of yeah. three quarters. Well, it's it's America; yeah. they have to be exact. It's more precise. And and, yeah. and, and, and I feel Science. like a a lot of the people who just want to hear uh, Andrew Dice Clay say a, a nursery rhyme about fucking Little Miss Muffet 
a, a lot of them are just kind of like Long Island simpletons yeah. who are just re- who are wow. just kind of formlessly well, angry. Days, pornography hadn't been invented. All you had was the bawdy nursery rhymes of Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most arousing thing we could lay our hands uh, on. Yeah. Pierre, I'm afraid this beer's name's kind of pissing me off here, my friend. What is it? Hide and Wild. The Wild has an E. Oh yeah, yeah, mm, and it's, yeah. I, for some reason there's a zebra on it. There's a zebra. Each can was a pound, though. Yeah, that, no, I'm not pissed oh, off about that. Yeah, but and I am slightly wow. just sort of form. Every time I walk through London and I see a place that's there's a place that really that really sort of just got under my skin for a while for no reason. I have no gripe with the business. It was a flower shop, which again I like. I like flowers. I like to have fl- fresh flowers around my house, mm. um, and I like to have good fresh flowers around my house, not grocery store ones, because they last a while. This was, in all respects, a good business and the kind that I would patronize. But I never did because it was called Grace and Thorn. Grace and Thorn sounds like an Iron Wine album. Yeah, from mm. it's, the most, it's the most annoying British tendency, which is to Grace name and things. Thorn. Grace and of, Thorn, of the noun two butlers of Jeffrey Epstein. Noun. Grace and, and, and it's very, it, the it really worst is a restaurant me. bar in Leicester Square called Scoff and Banter. I know exactly oh, yes. the one you're talking about. That is so <laughs> bad. It is a that nightmare. Is, that is, I wouldn't be mad at Grace and Thorn if I hadn't once had to see Scoff and Banter. And here's the other problem. There's not yeah. just one Scoff and Banter. There's at least two mm. because there's one just off Seven Dials. What would oh yeah, fuck. So which isn't even a chain, them, yeah. it's just two. This, the, what, yeah. what, there's what, one there's one in Knightsbridge as well, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Multiplying. What would the mm. what would the worst name be? Chug and Lulls. Well, the <laughs> Chug and because Chug could be anything. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Chug mm. could mean a, a lot of th- yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Lull, and, but Chug and Lulls, that seems specifically like the kind of place that would say, like, oh, we have Nintendo Switch at every table. Epic. The, ga- the yes. gag and repost. <laughs> 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 Gag and Repost is disgusting. Is that the special bar specifically for comedians? I had the very strangest sense of deja vu just now where I, I feel like I was remembering that conversation as we were having it. <laughs> is this a dream mm. currently? Yeah. Um, the special bar for comedians, though, is any bar uncomfortably close to closing time. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Any, yeah. any yeah. bar that dares to stay open later than London's obsession with shutting at eleven fifteen, depending on how grumpy everyone who works there feels. You know, yeah. you know where it used to be good for that? El Camion in Soho. Yeah, there's yeah. a bar that's just called the Truck. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's a Mexican restaurant in Soho. I haven't seen that one. They've got this. Uh, this oh, is that what it means? Yeah, that's truck. what it yeah. means. Oh, okay. I I mean, that's a sign of if you've been living in London for long enough. That you sort of on Friday and Saturday nights, you you turn your attention just to restaurants post eleven p.m. and you go, yeah. to the bar, I'll just I'll pay seven pounds for a no, pint no. just to be in a so what it is? Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically it's this thing where it is it's it's a perfect story of of sort of what's happened to London over the last eight years. Where it was a place that I used to go when I first moved here in the sort of twenty eleven to twenty thirteen era. And it was very specific era. In in London terms, it's a very specific era, actually. It's Mm. before, it's after Shoreditch started sucking, but before Dalston started sucking. None none of of these wishy washy eras of, you know, 10 or 20 years. This is an era of (laughs) one academic year. It was when when plastic people started getting shut down, but before it actually shut down. Uh, Anyway. Mm. It's the height height of uh, 2012 Olympic. Oh uh, man! Excitement, I think. Maybe um, was, uh, yeah. 2012 Olympics, something. Wigomania. Uh, uh, so, so what? <laughs> the the the, apothe- the wig apotheosis. If you remember, remember, if you remember Wigomania, you weren't there. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> That's what they say, yeah. All the I drugs, yeah. People who were so into Bradley Wiggins that they were showing up to like bike races with glue on sideburns. 
Jeez. And it's cycling, you know? Calm down. I know. That that was what that was was an amazing analysis of how and like I like at the time I was actually doing competitive cycling, but I remember even at the time thinking it's weird how much people like cycling now. You were doing competitive cycling? Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a dark it's a dark part of my past. Um, you have a very strange relationship with physical activity. Yeah. <laughs> this is in no way meant to, in any way, sort of sound insulting. But up until a couple of years ago, <laughs> I was certain. I was certain that there was at least one like Olympic discipline that is incredibly easy if you yeah. just did it. And the, the Olympians currently are, are all like in league with each other, and they go, "Right, we're gonna we're gonna make out as if like China's just kind of like the best." I mean, there's like a a, a mm, yeah. sort of like underdog country, like maybe maybe like Great Britain or yeah. Germany, who are kind of good at it, and we'll work it out. And we don't tell anyone and make loads of money from it. And and yeah. I did at some points think, is it maybe cycling quickly? Yeah, well, no, <laughs> but, but cycling isn't cycling quickly. This is the weird thing about cycling. Cycle sprinting is three laps around a track, mm. but where the first two laps are taken as slowly as possible. Yeah, mm. in order for that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about vying for position on the track yeah. before the so actual So you basically begins. like try to not fall off your bike while going as slowly as possible and staying ahead of the other guy for about two laps. And then if you're behind... Yeah, you want to stay behind the other guy because yeah, you, you want to get sorry, in a slipstream. If you yeah. stay behind the other guy, then you can like explode first and they have to react to you. Yeah, maybe so chances are you'll win. Maybe you're right. It's like price fixing. Where they go, yeah. right, okay, China is going to have the gold this year. Yeah. Then, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible that Pete Buttigieg mm. managed to win the uh, cycle sprint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, decided, I've come to the conclusion it is actually the, it's the hammer throw because it's something you don't... Right. Have, the, the sort of hammer that they throw, mm. you, it, it is not something we have easy access oh, to. No, yeah. it is. That's yeah. also a made-up sport. That's absolutely a made-up sport. That is someone who was a construction worker who was really pissed off, who was about to like get arrested. It <laughs> yeah, was like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm practicing for the Olympics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's this the moment where they have like a thing where they go, right, and we need to pick one random Eastern European country that we're going to claim is super into this. Mm. Croatia. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true of water polo. What, why Croatia is, it- is like one of the best countries on earth for water polo. Is that because they, they it's can- It's huge. Is that because they reinventing can just- itself. <laughs> yeah. Is that true. because yeah. they can just like- at some point in their nation-building activities in the 1990s, after sort of the good times ended, um, that they just decided we're gonna just do, we're gonna put all of our money into something that is on, like we're we're gonna be a startup about one sport. Yeah, we're gonna pick a thing that's not mm. that yeah. big. We'll, we'll be funded by you know uh, mm. Game of Thrones and yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and just everyone filming our locations yeah. in the same place to the extent that every time you watch a and movie, you a go, oh, of- there's Dubrovnik. I know, exactly, <laughs> I know about High Street. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a bunch of, <laughs> of cutted out Brits. To yeah, be fair. So, so that, yeah, that gets the money like constantly yeah, rolling yeah, in, which yeah. allows you to then fund the sport. But yeah, yes. And they go, who are our competitive countries? And it's like South Africa. Well, the Brits, they're cutted out. We can probably beat them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I always, yeah. I always think that when I watch the pistol shooting, where first yeah. of all, all the pistols are preposterously large and covered with all kinds of like weird, like spaceship troopers adornments. Yes, and the only people that are good at it are the Indians. There's no one else even bothers. And really. the, the pistols are made of like <laughs> phenomenally obscure, super light materials mm. that yeah make it look like they they look like the worst, the least convincing Star Trek props in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this one, this one was actually formed in the bowels of the Earth itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By a series of children but working round the clock. Yeah, the heaviest thing I- in your hand is the bullet. You ever, yeah. You ever, you ever think about about this? What what must? Uh, I've, ever since I've lived in, in in Britain, I've got another thing I was think I've been thinking about, which is the the British are radically different people based on who's observing them. The queen must think that the entire nation is so well dressed and polite. But she, yeah, but she, a, mu- but she must sometimes look out the window by accident, right? I mean, that's all tourists. 
Yeah, but when we're just like being driven Lennon, around, where they're constantly going around shutting the curtains whenever the I, queen walks yeah, into yeah, a room, like she's she a gets, vampire. When she gets but taken around, it's like the masked singer. She has a bag put over her head. Even when she drives a four by four in Scotland, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think the queen, the Just queen, where like yeah, like, did I end up this time? I, I genuinely believe that the queen must live the kind of life that's like goodbye Lennon. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes you then think, what haven't they told her? Yeah. What, ha- what, mm. what does the queen? Do you think the queen well, first knows? Of all, she thinks Lennon's alive. Yeah, that, do you, that, that, do old guy, that old guy keeping the east wing. I'm not supposed to be married to him, right? As <laughs> one who keeps muttering yeah. racist <laughs> epithets. No, 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 no. He's just concerned with murdering swans. Don't, don't, yeah. even, <laughs> don't play him any mind. Do you think the Queen knows about um, the X Factor? Do you think she knows that it's a thing? She mustn't. I don't think she knows about that. Because no. also, I think what else does she know? Does she have? As far as she's concerned, the X Factor is the secret Nazi part of her bloodline. That's <laughs> 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 Yeah, because I'm I'm obsessed with firstly what access the queen has to stuff, but also what access we technically have to the queen because presumably she does have her own phone, Mm. which means that do we all own shares in the queen? Digits right, you can incorrectly Ah. dial the queen. Oh yeah, and I am obsessed, obsessed with the idea of someone wrong accidentally butt dialing the queen. Yeah, and when she obviously has to say you've got the wrong number, does she then have to like hold back the temptation to go? You, you won't believe who you've just come to. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's if I, or to if I ask may, for to be rescued. Yeah, I may, if I may build on this idea. You're familiar with the concept of Romeo dialing, yes? Mm-hmm. What if someone accident just picking random numbers and being like, "Hey, baby." What if they Romeo dialed the queen? What yeah. if she does it to other people? She just wearily picks up like, no, I haven't been in any car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Although with the bag over my head, it's hard to tell. <laughs> well, she, I think they just pay them off. <laughs> yeah. Unless that's what she's doing. She's going around ringing everyone saying, have you been missold, people? No, she's not funded by the tax, but pedantic morons who are just like, no, she's not funded by. As though that makes a fucking difference That's based a- on the history. No, she's out there misselling people PPI and then claiming scams That's, that, about it. That's why those robot voices are so like well spoken. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go, no one talks like that. It was a robot. And you go, that was the queen. <laughs> that was the queen. The fucking queen. <laughs> She's a bit she's, deaf. That's why she's not very responsive. Is your refrigerator yeah. running? <laughs> she's just like old school pranks. Oh, the prank queen? Yeah, the prank I'm, queen. Do you think the queen I'm has a computer? by a series of footmen. <laughs> I mean, you, well, does, does the, the queen after- have a computer? Does, has the queen been on Reddit? I don't think the queen's ever sent right, an email. Yeah. Does the Just queen 4chan. have a locked nudes account? <laughs> the, the queen was on 4chan. <laughs> the, the queen. I don't. I don't think the queen has ever sent an Slash email. Slash er. Yeah. Ooh. I'm very good at that dinosaur game when you press space bar on Google. <laughs> Do you think the do you think the queen has ever Googled something? Mm. Yeah, are you'd put in the, the just the queen, wouldn't you? If you are, you put yeah. in the queen and just be like, what? So what? Wait, what's the autofill? Sorry, you, like like mm. when, when I Google myself and find that mm. uh, that like the most famous Riley Quinn is a defunct trans porn star called Riley Quinn. Wow. Uh, Congrats. Well, and the second most famous Riley Quinn is a, a, a Texan living in German who wrote a um, blood diamond ripoff. Right. Um, it's actually part of the lore of this podcast Plasma that we constantly Ruby. mention how Riley really looks like a defunct trans porn star. <laughs> yes, yeah. Pla- I'm going to find the synopsis for this book. Plasma Ruby is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jizz crystals. There you go. The only other, the only other my Plasma Edwards. Ruby also does sound like a, a defunct porn star as well. Plasma Ruby, yeah. yeah. It's one of those yeah. ones that like they, they smoke a lot of meth and no one's heard from them. We don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. What do you think Gianna Michaels is up to? 
right now? <laughs> like well, answering well, a phone call from the queen. This side of the table is unfamiliar. <laughs> <laughs> Being called by the queen. Yeah. 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 The, queen, think, the queen just writing to her pen pal Gianna Michaels. Do you think sometimes mm. the queen like secretly because like if I was the queen, I wouldn't want any of my footmen or equerries or whatever to know that I ever didn't really know what the fuck was going on about anything. I'd want to be in like like always perceived as she's always talked about serene, confident. Mm. So I, sometimes I'd be like, yes, that will be all, and they leave and they shut the big door, and you go and she just goes like over to her computer and she just types in like, who is my great uncle again? Like she forgets her own. Yeah, yeah. Because the family history is like, wait, Albania. I'm pretty sure I'm related to the Albanian royal family because it's labyrinthine. So it's it's mm. like every European royal needs like one of those Icelandic that Icelandic app they have, so you don't fuck your cousin. Yes, but yeah, you know, yeah. I found, yes. the queen found, can tell who she's related to by how many black testicles they have. I found. <laughs> I found. How full of water is your head? <laughs> I, I, I found. She the, shakes the head. <laughs> listen, this is what I You're my nephew. I have found the synopsis. Of um, blood diamond in parentheses jewel of the night by Riley Quinn. Wow, right? okay. it's wow. quite something. All right, dodging an angry warlord and running running through the rainforest in Congo Brazzaville was not what Jillian St. James expected when she signed up for Doctors Without Borders. <laughs> Yet that's exactly what she gets. Medicine sans frontières to you and me. <laughs> Yet that's exactly what she gets after a mysterious visit from her brother. Full stop. New paragraph. Mercenary Mac Nichols. <laughs> Sorry. Mac Mercenary Nichols. Mac Nichols doesn't have much faith in humanity these days. Sure. But when what, what mercenary oh, does <laughs> has something on being a mercenary hardened him to some but extent. That's what, but that's what taking up a new job. He's a mercenary with a heart of gold. <laughs> a white-eyed paid killer. Mercenary Mac <laughs> Nichols doesn't have Back much. When I used to work at the disabled children's charity, it was a different story, I tell you. The, yeah. I got laid off and then the mercenary job came up and well since then the, jobs, uh, the job center made me take a job as a mercenary yeah. <laughs> I was declared fit for work <laughs> well, but when this beautiful young doctor denies being part of the theft of a blood diamond blue diamond rather from his client he doesn't put much stock in her story neither have reason to trust the other and their mutual attraction is an inconvenience to both <laughs> So. Sounds like a lot of fun. Is that the end yeah, of the but, but I think no, this is not the end of the synopsis. The, the sex side of it, I think, seems to probably outweigh the rest of it. Yeah. If, they yeah. on, if they keep on having to yeah. refer to the beautiful daughter or like their attraction to each other, right? So they fuck immediately. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a betrayal and the reveal of an evil plan pit these two against an army. Doesn't say whose. Can they put aside their doubts and work together to bring down a corrupt, power-hungry overlord, or will their chance at love be over before it ever starts? Mm. And a chance phone call from the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the twist is that they're fucking, and one of them you don't know who. The book it ends. The, the the book just ends with the phrase, and then the diamond slipped out of their anus, <laughs> and you don't know who had the diamond in their anus. <laughs> it could but be one of the third party who was in the room. <laughs> any novel could end like that. Yeah. Any. Any well, are, are, are you saying are you saying you want to like take like Tom Perdu and yes. then end it with and then the diamond slipped out of her anus? Their anus. Their anus. Their their anus. So it could be any but, then, but yeah. then the smell of the diamond yes. triggers a whole so yeah. series yeah. of models. Born ceaselessly back into the past. Yeah. Oh, and so then so the I, diamond <laughs> slipped out of their anus. Yeah. Born ceaselessly yes, back uh, out of the was arse. It? Um, <laughs> it was uh <laughs> 
I'm trying to remember a line from it, but I read it so long ago, performatively on the tube. The actual book? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You actually got it and bought and Yeah. Is that the and author? Sometimes, yes, this is the author. This is Riley Quinn. Wait, wait, Hans. This is two separate people, and they're both trans, and they both have your no, name. No, she's a transplant. What's a transplant? Someone who lives somewhere. I'm a transplant. I've lived somewhere, and I move. I live here now. He's saying, oh, I see. He's saying, and imm- we're he's saying imm- to immigrant. You, but <laughs> he's saying immigrant in fancy language. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to... What, rem- whilst you're looking up there, I've got a theory about the, qu- the queen is in a Truman Show situation. Yes. In which she doesn't know she is the queen. And okay. all the occasions where she has to go out and wave to people, she's told by her aides, everyone has to do this at some point. Everyone yeah. has to do this. You, so uh, once a year, it could happen to you at uh, max once a year. And it yeah. just so happens that every year it's happened to you every year. Uh, and then you just, uh, we're going to send you, we're going mm. to record a video just so, for you to upload onto Facebook. And yeah. that'll go out on Christmas Day. You don't need to put on the telly. And maybe it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you yeah. can't know the scale of being, no one can know the scale of being the queen. But when she's in Botswana on like a tour, she's being told... Huh. Greg Phillips had to do the waving from the balcony today? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone else opened this school. Did you know, yeah, yeah, did yeah, you yeah. know that I, I once manned a grill with Peter Phillips? Who's Peter Phillips? Her, her grandson. What? What? <laughs> what? what? Manned Which a grill. One? Yeah. Which grandson? I, I can't keep track of Whose grandson? The Queen's. Oh, because well, Zara Phillips is oh. his sister? Yeah, so no, right? Zara Phillips is... His so basically, Zara and Peter Edward's Phillips daughter? are... What? No, it's... Princess Anne's kids. Right. Zara's married to the rugby player, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Mike Tyndall. And then Peter Phillips yeah. is, I th- was an F1 guy, and I think he's divorced now. Yeah. And at one point, mm-hmm. at a Halloween party at Gatcom Park, uh-huh. Princess Anne's house, I took over for Peter Phillips flipping burgers on a barbecue. Right. Was it not someone like, who'd on. gone to the party as Peter Phillips? I once barbecued his mother's with house. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I helped Batman prank. out of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Spider-Man was there. <laughs> Batman had pulled a whitey, and I had to help him out of the toilet. And Spider-Man what? was there. Tell us about Princess Anne's house. Yeah. Um, I showed so up. Full of horses. Uh, yes. yes, showing up at so Mark Thatcher's house dressed as Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a badly conceived Halloween joke. The worst would be to go to Mark um, Thatcher's house dressed as an elected African leader. <laughs> <laughs> he would he, he would immediately Tim, hire a load of Paul agents. Calls Tim, um, Tim, like Tim. You, you, there's a guy Tim, here you'd love to you're overthrow. You're gonna love this sound. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. Um, mm. No, what happened was uh, I were having equatorial guinea fowl this evening. <laughs> I threw a um, through just some some things I will decline to explain. Ended basically have ended up sort of in the first years that I lived here, sort of repeatedly being invited, just doing horse related things. Mm. Sure, and, and many of them involved going to Gatcombe Park, mm-hmm. um, in Gloucestershire, to sort of just be around. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I, Horse people seem like people who are like, "You seem good. You should be there at the thing I'm at." Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah very yeah. much like that. You are you You're a big horse? Are you a horse this. guy? No, I'm allergic to them, and I hate them, and I'm I fear s- them. I'm so allergic to horses. Me as well. <laughs> you can't. They can't. They're be huge. I did a routine I once about horses. horses where they go like, "No, don't worry. They're as smart as a five-year-old." You go like, "Right in the body." <laughs> a body made of muscle and yeah, speed. Yeah, honey, I yeah. blew up the baby. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How responsible yeah. that child was. A baby that weighs a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, no, 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 don't worry. That five-year-old has a gun. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, that's not good. I'd rather. He's very well behaved. The animal that was as smart as a yeah. five-year-old was like a big slug. Yeah, because they can't kick me and then you lose my memory. A horse trying to handle a gun. That's who it was. And it never drops the gun, but it's just fumbling it in the hooves for hours and hours. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's like you're always rearing. You're saying what you want to see is you just want to see a dangerous horse juggle. Yeah, Yeah. a cop show. You want to see a horse juggle, but you want to know your life's on the line. A a grisly cop show set in the 1920s where Glenn is a detective and his partner is a horse. A reckless. Every time time they get into a shootout with the moonshiners or whatever, (laughs) and the horse is. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but the, so wait, so wait. the horse always looks like on a crest, but it has a, a revolver. So, so wait, mm. the horse is the comic relief and Glenn is the serious actor. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, uh, yeah. Glenn's Con- a straight man. Contrary to popular belief. Uh-huh. Glenn is played uh, by Rumble Dangerfield. <laughs> hard boiled. <laughs> and, and Glenn would be unable, just really covered in butter, unable to hold a yeah. gun. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Stumbling onto the crimes, even putting your hands on stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, don't mind if I do. I'll make myself a coffee. And they're like, Glenn, that was full of the killer's blood. Constantly <laughs> <laughs> doing spit takes. I watched. Um, I watched the first half of racially insensitive action film Dragged Over Concrete. What was that? Oh, I've not oh, heard, I've of that heard of that one. Dra- or dragged across concrete? Dragged over no, concrete? No, you're you're changing one word. Not American History X. It's made by Under Siege. Uh, it's made by one of these like kind of artsy guys. Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn are cops oh, in it. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yes. I. I. Because I, I, so, it came out yeah. about a year ago. This is like post. It's um uh, post Mel Gibson horror. Yeah. Uh, and all the various things he did. He did dreadfully over the past few years. But mm. pre Vince Vaughn actively shaking Donald Trump's hand. Yes, 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 yes. It's when a, everyone was a bit like, we think Vince Vaughn is a, probably a Republican. It's at the start the of it's at the start mm. of the Vince Vaughn tough guy thing. Mm. Riot mm. and Cell Block H is the same director who decided, okay, to be fair, right. has that decided was, that Vince Vaughn is tough. I think it's the same guy. It was called something else. It was called Brawl. In, Brawl. Brawl in Cell Block Cell, H. Brawl, yeah. Brawl in Cell Block 99, which, by oh, the way, yeah. fucking great movie. Yeah, well, the weird thing about Brawl in Cell yeah, Block really 9 good. is that the main antagonist of the movie is Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Why is everyone, wow. Why is everyone oh, wow. fighting in the Cell Block? The dog is dead. Oh, my God. But, is you're, a, but you're newlyweds. That's crazy. A, what is this, a brawl? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I call it more of a crash. <laughs> yeah. But then what I liked watching it was you that You don't want to see my cell. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's being good, and Mel Gibson is being very good at being grizzled and whatever, and he's like a L.A. cop who's like nearly 60, mm. and he's really like, you know, he says sort of racially insensitive, bad L.A. cops, who's his old-style thing. He's the so only- he improvised this whole scene, yeah. apparently. That's what, yeah. that's what I, like, that's what I liked yeah. imagining. He's was the that only he L.A. cop who's racist about lines. the Jews, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so so it's, it's like Bowfinger. He didn't know he was in the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching it going, does Mel Gibson know his lines, or is this just what he naturally, like, I'll say something about Latinas now. And you go, yeah, so the he- director was like, that's great, Mel. If anything, you were born for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a Seth Rogen, but instead of weed, he just has like, YouTube's about how like you know lizards are sending Mexicans to undermine the gene pool. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Mel Gibson at the very least? Just because I find it insane, not not just that Hollywood seemed to sort of welcome him back with open arms, and even yeah. if anyone does imply that, well, you know, he still sort of chastised a bit. So like, no, he had an Oscar nomination about two years ago of Hacksaw yeah. so like he, you know, yeah. he has very much been welcomed back. But is is he not scared just everywhere he goes in public? He's, just gonna get told off. I think. I think. Like, it, sure, sure, you've got to remember. Surely everybody Australian. meets Mel Gibson. Goes, you fucking idiot. What's wrong with you? Do you know what? The, Go away. But do you know what it is? It's that you'd be scared if you had all these like horrible racist rants and these abusive like uh, answering machine messages out in public. If you were Michael Sarah, 
because everyone yeah. feels like they could bully Michael Cera. Whereas yeah. everyone with Mel Gibson, he's also crazy and Mel Gibson and all of his roles have been him being tough and, and violent. Well, yeah. But with so everyone just goes, he has I'd the love power from uh, what women want. Exactly. Just- <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks he's psychic. Yeah. So there's everyone's like, I'd love to tell him off, but fucking hell, it's Mel but Gibson. When he, but when he presented an award at the Golden Globes a couple of years ago when Ricky Gervais was hosting, and not that I think Ricky Gervais would be like a threat in that case, yeah. it was like, he, he would know, surely, well, this is going to be addressed. Yes. And Ricky Gervais sort of brought it up, and Mel Gibson said something along the lines of like, I, I don't know who said that, it wasn't me. And it's like, what, what are you nah, doing? Ah, the shaggy defense. Oh, wow. <laughs> what are you doing? Wow. But just so bold, it, like, I, I'm surprised Fuck. it isn't like, you fucked it. I fucked it. Riley oh, was Jesus. trying to do a dramatic yeah. can opener. You and heard he me just, being really I was, trying, I was trying to open a can, and I've broken the tab. You fucked it. Oh, I nice. sad. But we, was, we were just saying that how, like, um, oh, great. Mel Gibson never has to fear being told off, in my opinion, because he's so scary. I was pissing. He's a very scary man. That's what he was born His to face do. is scary. Yeah, but he doesn't have to fear, fear being told off. But then, like... Well, who's actively I don't know, hiring what, what, him? Do you know what I mean? It's like people are in... Because, <clears throat> like, with, 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 with Woody Allen... Mm-hmm. I think Woody Allen is 100% a sex offender. I don't think anyone should be in his films, but a lot of his actors keep using his defense allegedly. of like, well, allegedly. there's nothing that's been... Allegedly. It's all alleged. Sorry. Mm. So, I completely forgot. <laughs> he's 100% allegedly. He's 100% allegedly yeah, a sex he's very much, It's been alleged. It's been alleged 100%. As a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, a person who's a radio broadcaster, I don't know what the hell I just did there. Um, <laughs> do you, I mean, do you just want to retake yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a So... <laughs> Uh, I have my own opinions about Woody Allen. I think a lot of actors are using this sort of defense with Woody Allen when they appear in his films as sort of like, well, yeah. these are allegations. There wasn't anything. And I, But with someone like Roman Polanski, it's like he isn't allowed in the US and he has actively been avoiding the US for about 50 years. Yeah. Why anyone is still actively making the decision to be in his films, I find utterly insane surely you know what you're letting yourself in for even even as far back as say adrian brody being an opinionist i mean i've mean, seen you, is a roman polanski film the what the, the gig i did for you a couple of weeks ago oh yeah um uh, upstairs in the bar produced by are. roman sat polanski at, sat at one of the tables was uh, adrian brody really you're gonna say it was it was yeah. roman polanski I mean, and it was and it, it was weird i've I've seen, it, it was really sure. I haven't seen Adrian Brody in anything for years, but it was one of the first occasions in my life where I stopped at the bar and I just stared. Grand Budapest? Completely stared. Mm. That was probably the most recent thing, and I yeah. forgot he was even in there. Yeah, he's just in there uh, But other than that, apart from Dodge yeah. Limited and most Wes Anderson films, apart from that, it was only really the pianist that I'd, yeah. that I'd yeah, seen yeah, him yeah. in. But I just was just staring because it was like, oh, wow, you uh, yeah. you wore dreadlocks and sat on alive and, and they didn't want you back. Um, <laughs> but... but but even back then, it was like, what on earth was the excuse? If someone had said to any of those actors in Roman Polanski films, why are you in his film considering this? Well, yeah. sorry, what do people Ro- say? No, with Roman Polanski, this does not surprise me at all. Do you remember the film Inappropriate Comedy? No, I don't think no. I've heard of it. Uh, no. So Inappropriate Comedy was a film that was made by the guy who did the ShamWow commercials before he died. What? Um, you know Vince Offer, the guy who was yeah. like Shamwell. Yeah. He made a movie called. He was, he was did, too, you, did you dream this? He was too no. fast to die, Look, too fast to live. Sorry, uh, Milo, can you can you pull this up on screen, please? Uh, yeah, sorry, hang on. Uh, oh now, yeah, now it's becoming the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> yeah. As I have to pull yeah. up this so, shit on screen. Yeah, we, have, we have an Elon cutout behind us. It really is. Do you guys know how strong chimps are? <laughs> <laughs> That's something I've, we have I've to address at some strong. point. It's it, so it, strong. In the appropriate comedy, and the app in app is capitalized. Was a, a modern a, a movie modern. directed by uh, Vince Offer, who I'm pretty sure is not dead. Right, hang on. Um, what do you want me to pull up? Inappropriate. Just search inappropriate comedy. 
likely put uh, <laughs> something about Mary for raunchy 1996 uh, Rodriguez this wow. is like 2005 written and all so, over it. And so basically, <laughs> Rob Schneider. And so yeah. Inappropriate Comedy is a comedy movie that's an anthology of sketches set on an iPad. Right. And the oh, iPad fuck. has no. many apps that give you inappropriate sketches. Oh, it's, it's like the, sketches, the Emoji movie, one but of for the sketches, wow. One of the sketches is called Filth Flirty Harry. There it is on the screen. And Flirty it stars Harry. Adrian Brody as a version of Dirty Harry that can't stop making sex puns. Wow. So how does he deal wow. with the do you feel is it do you feel fucky punk or something? Yeah, yeah. Do, you feel, we just, do you feel I mean, sucky? Sh- shall we sucky. Uh, t- let's be honest. <laughs> shall we just watch it? Let's, it's probably well, not very long. This must have come out the same year as that movie one oh one or whatever yeah. it's called. It was like Hugh Jackman yeah. and a, a, a hundred Kate Winslet, hundreds yeah. hundreds of famous and great actors. Halle yeah. Berry oh, was no. in it, Stephen Merchant was in it, and it was just a disaster. Every joke was just yeah. balls exist. So, um, uh, yeah. Milo, oh, can you just go? Oh, no. Can you just. <laughs> Did some of these sketches. Psychology World. A psychologist, Rob Schneider, has a session with a sex obsessed young woman, Noel Kenny, who wants to change. She shows him the pills that make her wild. He takes them and passes out on the floor. Funny. It's this, just like this... you compressed a Rob Schneider movie into three minutes. <laughs> this oh, isn't even amazing. like Carry On. This is like those other, like, uh, confessions oh. of. Uh, no, it's dot, like. Dot, dot, really British. This is like but, strange outsider art. But what is it with Americans and not being able to do sketches? Mm. They're so good at yeah. improv and everything Even old else. Ones, like Kentucky Fried Movie. They're, my, my they're bad at sketches. Oh, do you want to pull up Flirty Harry on YouTube? Can we also focus on the fact that one of the sketches is called Blackass? And it's and a, is a jackass a spoof, spoof of jackass. Do you know how sincere black. jackass was? <laughs> Jack, finally. That was but jackass was right for parody, <laughs> wasn't holy, it? Let's <laughs> really the, stick it to the man. But the entire parody is just that they're black. There's in other, in as far as I can tell from this description, it doesn't differ from jackass in any other they're way. They're just black. <laughs> they're just probably black. if it's a, if it's not jackass, then I imagine the stunts are not done by the guys. I imagine it's probably, you know, acted. I think everything else is the same. Oh, my God. There's yeah. one in the porno review. It features a homosexual parody of Swan Lake known as Sperm Lake. That's <laughs> not even, it's not what, even a what, good what, one. Awful. <laughs> you have to make Swan Lake more gay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, again, it's not like Swan Lake is the Sorry. most hetero thing. And also, the, the subtitle of the movie well, the is... the Russians would claim that. Sorry, yeah. It's sub- not gay at all. It's just a bunch of men in tight clothing dancing with each other. They're very muscular, with... like birds. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. the, the subtitle of the movie is called An Equal opportunity offender so it's like it's like this is what brendan o'neill wants comedy to be yeah also but, but I, like, i'm trying to think of now porn parodies of any swan lake based thing but because surely better than sperm lake yeah i've got for uh Tchaikovsky, a dance of the shag her bum fairy nice oh, that's, um swallow <laughs> Wait, lake yeah, that's oh, yeah. easy. That's another bird. There's there another, another bird called the Amazing Racist. Oh my bit. god! God yeah. rest his soul. No, that's like a classic Ari Shafir bit, though. But now, hang on. So if it was so stumped for content that they just went, can well, you no, do that thing you, you do? do out, mm. out? Yeah. In our film. <laughs> but now, how, is that why so many British sketch acts are so popular in America? Because it's like a form of wizardry to them for a sketch to be three minutes and end with a punchline. Is that wizardry? Okay, to them? let's let's the, watch the credits. For, let's, Dante as the racist assistant. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, let's. Uh, oh, Theo Vaughn. Oh, Theo Vaughn's in this. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Theo yeah. Vaughn's in this. Theo Vaughn's in this. Damn. Uh, I love that lots of these people don't even have Wikipedia Lindsay Lohan pages. Lindsay is crucially playing herself. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Fantastic. There's no other famous comedian. So clearly Ari Shafir just asked Theo Vaughn if he could. I'm surprised like fucking uh, like Tony Hinchcliffe isn't also in this. Kirsten uh, Hall all, as beautiful girl. There are oh, wow. many on the sketches in this, are there? So Lindsay Lohan's scenes uh, where it says a shop that alcohol detecting ankle monitor she was ordered to wear after finding trouble at court hearing is clearly visible in the film. She stands on a street grain. How does an uh, ankle monitor detect alcohol? Is it like wired into her bloodstream yeah, or something? Yeah, I think they are, yeah. Oh my god. Or, even, or like your sweat, maybe. It's like a, mm. a Premier League footballers now wear this sort of almost this sort of sports bra esque uh, item of clothing that basically detects everything like heart rate and stuff like that. So they 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 will be caught out if they uh if they have even a single drink because they'll notice that it will it will just be effect on performance. And, yeah. yeah. So, so Glenn's just like Premier League footballers wear them. It's normal. Yeah. Stop looking at the bra. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's my performance enhancement. Do you want to do a tab over to YouTube and let's let's get up yeah, um I'm, I'm really let's get up uh flirty Harry. I can't please. believe I've never heard of this. I can't believe you've never heard of this. This is like Andrew Dice Clay. I'm using, yeah. I've, got, yeah. I've got one of Nate's less used search uh, fucking web browsers open and it uses Bing as the default search. You know what's nice when you go on YouTube and you haven't signed in and you see all the recommended videos that are just being recommended if you were just a normal American human being. Yeah. American takes British GCSE. <laughs> oh, wow. And then like 37, 37 great, great kitchen hacks. He's just putting an egg in a can of Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> but this, Everything yeah. is you're outsider right. art now. But you're right. This is yeah. just like the, the recommendations for a global human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, do we have to do headphones or can this come through the TV? Uh, it can come through the TV. Hang on. Because I don't think we have four headphones. Oh, we can subtitle. In. We've all seen Parasite. Can... <laughs> Once you <laughs> overcome the inch-high barrier of subtitles, Glenn, a whole lot of bad sketches become uh, available to you. I fucking loved the subtitle debate. It was so dumb. Just like, are people ready to watch movies with subtitles? Like, have you, this has been around no, for a while. You, you, no. you aren't? No. Yeah. no. <laughs> if you're asking, then no. Yeah. Mm. Another column from Brendan O'Neill. Ah, the chattering classes going silent yeah. to read the subtitles. <laughs> this yeah. is literally this is the f- this is half of the bawdy 1970s hospital sketch from Mission and Web, where he's trying to explain to him what innuendo is and isn't, and he's like, yes. "You see, if I ask you to grasp my rod, that's innuendo. Whereas if I say wank off my cock, that is not. <laughs> and yeah. this is just wank off my cock." But yeah. what I also find irritating about that kind of sketch is that so he's saying all these not innuendo innuendos to some guy. And the mm. guy's reacting with like, oh, oh, like, like, he, like go, he's going to be sick. You've seen so many mm. dead kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you a work, detective. You work vice. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest bit is when you've he, seen things no yeah. person should see. And someone's going, I unloaded into but, those assholes. And you're going, oh, please. So he's a Republican. And, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then he said, frickin'. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cops never swear because that's illegal. Yeah. They don't. What a bunch oh. of freaking cunts these people yeah. are. <laughs> you can't oh. get away with that. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm just imagining the people who, who uh, pr- program Adrian Brody behind the scenes being like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. We, we really turned up the funny dial for this sketch. Yeah. And like, no, no, no. We shouldn't have put it next to the racism dial. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 it's it, the, the, the fact that they. Advertise this. Sorry, that's the noise I hear every time I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> that won't make it into the podcast, but I'm very pleased you said it. The fact that this movie says it stars Academy Award winner Adrian Brody. Oh, no. There's certain, but I feel like you should only ever be allowed to say that about your film if your film is also being submitted for the awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, they've clearly said to, to Adrian fair, Brody. To be fair, they did win some technical awards. But, it, 
No, of course they do. But like, isn't Suicide honestly, Squad an Academy Award nominated yeah. film? Like, if there's very yeah. no rules. Makeup. Honestly, the way that the way that scene with the guy saying I loaded into those assholes is framed. The lighting, it's yeah. a beautiful shot. Cinematography. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but Adrian Brody, horrible. some of Werner Herzog's best work. They clearly, <laughs> <laughs> they clearly said to Adrian Brody, look. And then I said I unloaded into his asshole. If you look into the background, you can perceive the brutality of the police department. <laughs> All the time Adrian Brody was filming on a ship that we were pulling up a hill. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite fact about anything ever is that the when Werner Herzog was making Fitzcarraldo, mm. um, the like Amazon tribes they were working with like saw that he was constantly arguing with Klaus Kinski and were like, yo, we'll just we will just kill him for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know that he didn't say no. He said not yet, please. Yeah. Have you seen the video? Where, have you seen the video where he gets shot? Yeah, uh, crazy. Oh, I had an inter- yeah, yeah, he gets shot in the neck and then keeps giving his interview. Yeah, he gets, it's 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 like an air rifle and it yeah. is all like rebounded as well. But it's like it's he's bleeding. Like, it's like uh, something bit me. He's bleeding and he, and and I've heard an interview with him where he says I could perceive by what I could feel that it was not a serious bullet. <laughs> it was a okay. comedy yeah. bullet That's shot by Adrian shot Brody. Yeah. Hi everyone, uh, Riley, me, me again, Riley uh, here. Hi Riley. Uh, hi. So I have some more information about inappropriate comedy. It was yep. produced by a company called Freestyle Releasing. Right, oh, is that yeah. one of the innuendos from Freestyle the sketch? Freestyle Releasing was an independent film distributor founded in 2004, specializing in releasing films theatrically. It did never put any prints and advertising up for its releases. Um. It was founded by a bunch of people formerly of United Artists. Sorry, does the Wikipedia entry say a bunch of people? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing here. It says a smorgasbord of individuals. Yeah. By May 2011, um, sorry, by, by October 2015, it was acquired for eight figures. The company that released that movie. All of which were one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here are some other movies they've made. They made God's Not Dead. Well, I do not know what that is. God's Not Dead is like, there's this whole like subgenre. <laughs> they reply to Nietzsche. <laughs> there's a whole subgenre of um, movies that are made in America that are all about, like there's low bu- no, low to no budget, and they're all about appealing to the megachurch crowd. Right. So there are movies about how Antifa's going to take your guns, or how like- It's um, like whenever Sean Hannity releases a film and you see like, on on their Twitter feeds, they're going big on it, and you go, yeah. why isn't this in the cinema like, at all? It'll, and yeah. it'll be a film mm. where like-, like Actors that went weird and Christian, like Kevin Sorbo or whatever, it'll start that there'll be a vehicle for him somehow. And like it'll be about sort of a- athe- like purple hair atheists on campus, like discriminating against Christians or whatever. It is to feed the fears and prejudices of like suburban Christians in America. And it's one of the most popular and like I wonder it's all to eight figures. Fucking hell, yeah. yeah imagine a lot of money. Yeah, family where they, they go, we're going to go to the cinema this weekend. The, and you go, what's, what has it got on Rotten Tomatoes? And they go, it isn't on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> in, addition, in, addition to making, in addition to making inappropriate comedy and like the ultimate Christian scare your dad movie into donating more money to like the Republican Party and Dinesh D'Souza, they also made the movie that's considered to be w- the worst children's movie ever made in history called The Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. Oogie loves. Yeah, what? so what's an oogie love? Well, it's a takeoff on a Teletubby. Great. It's, it's, it right. is- if there was ever a concept that needed a wild spin. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the television inhabiting so alien it is, yeah. stomachs. It is a two. It is <laughs> who oh, live in baby sunland. It's a movie, yeah. but their stomachs like, an iPad. It's an interactive <laughs> movie that was based on a racist an interactive movie. <laughs> 
Wait, is it like Choose Your Own Adventure? Yeah, no, no, it's not interactive. It is like it's a movie. It's like a kids' movie that tells movies to get up out of their seats and dance and sing along and stuff. Oh. And the maker of the movie had this idea when he was like, you know, black people like to get up and yell at the screen. And then he was like, why don't I make this into a hmm. children's movie? Christopher Lloyd is in it. Yeah, Christopher no. Lloyd. Yo, there's so <laughs> many. So it's like this is called as well. It's this, <laughs> it's this the movie was originally called Black Ass. It is this psychotically <laughs> racist idea for a children's movie that then got made into something that again is deeply and disturbingly inside the uncanny valley of these like live action big costume guys mm. that are yeah. prancing around and, and one of them I'm sorry I'm obsessed with this movie one of the secondary characters is a sentient vacuum called Jay Edgar Kids will really enjoy that. Does the washing machine? Does the sentient vacuum J Edgar keep saying, "We gotta bug these Jews and the blacks. They want their civil rights." Here's who else it has. We're gonna kill Why are you dressed as a woman again? It has. It has Carrie Elwes from The Princess Bride. It has Christopher Lloyd, Cloris Leachman. Who's that? Tony Braxton, the singer. What? Break my heart. What the she's, fuck? She's in this ridiculous film. If I could Jamie ever, Presley. Sorry, can we? Well, I don't want us to just scrub mm. over the fact that the charming name for their vacuum character is like the most, the closest America's ever had to their ahead of the Stasi. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's like ghost. One of the most psychotic individuals in like American history. An insane, history. paranoid, power hungry, like trying to like bug JFK. And they're just like, you know, like a fun vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> Like a fun vacuum with the Bay of Pigs, fun vacuum. Yeah, yeah. like and well, then he but... murdered JFK. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the CIA. A mega oh, yeah, church sorry. version. A Different mega church version of a Teddy I Cubbies. actually believe that. They, got, they got their first Jay Edgar still <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a mega church version of a Teddy Tubbies wouldn't be like they have updated and they've got like iPads and stuff like that. I feel it would be radio or megaphones hidden under the cloth. So they don't. Like, so if there isn't a TV screen. It's just a megaphone hidden mm. under the fur that's sort of like. So, and it only yeah, it only screams out Bible verses. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. Here's the weird thing. Freestyle, they raise their hands. Freestyle releasing is only coincidentally making mega church films. The Oogie Loves. Its only main message is get up and sing. It has no mega church undertone. That wow. doesn't make any heaven's sense. Very heaven's gate. But get up and sing so here's, is very here's, churchy. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah, true. After seeing a Tyler Perry Medea goes to jail film. Um, the creator was inspired to create a children, and where you saw like audience members shout at the characters on screen. The audi- the creator was inspired to create a children's film with an interactive aspect that would have them do the same thing. What an incredibly racist observation! Well, so he went to a Tyler Perry screening and was like, "Ah, they're yelling at the screen. I bet kids would like this." Huh? I mean, I don't. Is that how easy it is to make money? Are we all stupid for well, not no, having sorry, sorry, millions sorry, of pounds? Just, just one moment. <laughs> this movie made like a dollar. This movie was a but massive it, but, failure. But it, but it was made. Yeah, but they all they all took a salary, right? Like because they they they, they, yeah, they spent a lot of money ma- it on it. It was made and funded. How much do you think Christopher Lloyd got paid to be in the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon? At two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. You'd want a bit. You'd want a chunk of change for that. Because it's all tax. Can you ta- please bring that up on screen it's again? It's tax let's, write-offs. Let's enough, let's, uh, oh yeah, it was totally a tax. It's tax scam. write-offs. You know, <laughs> that, that, of course. <laughs> and then you can, what, what do you want uh, me to bring uh, up? Just on YouTube. Just no. You're already on YouTube. It's tax write-offs, and you can just Oogie loves spelled the way it sounds. Oogie like that. Wow, you have actually gotten that so right. One word loves. One word. No, oh, one sorry. word. 
Oogie loves his one word, Milo. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> there you go. You can see it right Oogie there loves... in the Big Balloon Adventure. Okay. Where's the whole movie on YouTube? <laughs> Almost certainly. I've got this fucking doorbell that has an app attached to it as opposed to oh, a ring. Oh, you have a ring? Yeah, I've got a ring. Oh my god. Holy shit. We have talked about that on Trash Future a lot. But a guy came to deliver and I, I it was going to be too late and uh, it was it was too late. But then what happened was, thank you so much, um, what happened was he started to walk away and I was like, hello? I mean, I heard this voice going, hello? And I was like, just leave it where the bins and they were like, we, no, it, is it for us? And I realized that our my doorbell was talking to next door's doorbell that he'd also rung. Amazing. So I've been talking to my next door neighbor saying, can you leave it next to the bins, please? Oh, wow. That that really is an insight into uh, the difficulties two of 2020. Two doors were talking to each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What celebrity do you think it would be impossible? Not like, oh, that's quite hard. That's difficult. Yeah. Impossible to cast in childlike gibberish like this. Because like, as much as you might go for humor's sake, haha, Mel Gibson, haha. A, clearly mm. not. Mm. Clearly that's fine. And everyone would go, Mel Gibson's in a Will Ferrell comedy like he was last year. Yeah. Um, so what celebrity is that's like even the most like outright, like you can't even pitch it as a as a softening, as a comeback, as a as a reimagining. Yeah, okay. Some um, people just go, no. Okay, no, well, okay, no, okay. no. I think the tempting <laughs> thing is to say something like OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson's okay, turn in the one. naked gun was hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the door. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, where he just keeps like get, getting in like he gets in all sorts of cartoonish scrapes yeah, yeah. and he's like god I'm so mad I could stab everyone I know and he, keeps, <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying stuff like that um, okay, so, okay um god I, okay my, my honest answer is I think someone like Justin Bieber or Miley Cyrus who had to like transition from a career doing kid stuff it'd right, be impossible okay. to get That's them to go yeah. back uh, okay Wait, now, they wouldn't agree to it but you could cast them yeah, like, if it, they did agree to it I mean I mean, if the person was up for it oh, oh I get you the person's you. keen they're going like hey just let me know what the studio says and it's someone who the studio and the money people are like mm. there's no fucking way the public can be tricked into accepting this person I think Bam so I was Margera. thinking OJ is <laughs> one of them I was thinking it have Char- to be Charlie Sheen I think obviously I was thinking maybe it's someone who's yeah. retired and is coming towards the, the end of their life and it would be impossible. So my first thought was Gene Hackman, but then I thought also potentially the money's run out. Because Gene Hackman hasn't been in a film for about 16 years. Yeah. But he would do it, but would he be believable? But I, th- well, I, think, I think he would do it. However, someone who I think ha- would never do it would be someone who has maybe recently retired or you haven't seen him anything for a few years and you know they've still got a plentiful supply of money. So I think someone along the lines of Michelle Pfeiffer or the, the fairly recently retired Cameron Diaz yeah. I don't think it would be in this under any circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could G- cast Gwyneth Paltrow would be very interesting to see. But she's got, she's in the news for bananas reasons, isn't she? So yeah, but. This, it, 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 she, 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 she's, been, she's been under so many sort of generic crazy headlines that this wouldn't make you bat an eyelid. No, but no. see, what I'm saying to you yeah. guys is the person's up for it. But, but who could but you like, not But the studio because- are like, the public will not accept this and it will yeah. tank. Prince Philip. Yeah, but that's why OJ is a good one because people oh. would be revolted by him what being about, this wait, kid. Yeah. I mean, like, let, let's take this the other way. Who can though? we not whitewash? What is about what I'm saying? someone who'd really want to do it because they think it would be important, but it was wouldn't wash? I think Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, that's a really, really good one. Yeah, Steven, the kid's got to learn. Yeah, he'd yeah. Be super into it. <laughs> Steven, Steven Seagal just in there, like, like making one of one of the conditions of his working on the movie that it's like, no, it has to tell the truth about the deep state. Or, or Matthew yeah. Roderick. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because I kill two people. 
Yeah. Did he? Mm. Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick killed a, two people in a car crash separately. What? One. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, it was. This is this is awful. But he, uh, yeah, he. I think he fell asleep whilst filming a film, and he was, he, was in he, Ireland. He drifted, drifted onto the wrong side of the motorway, and it was like a, a head-on collision oh, that killed a, a mother and daughter. Yeah. And the dad was obviously just had his whole life just taken away from him by Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick didn't receive like. It wasn't even like that uh, affluenza teen Ethan Couch. It was like there was not even like God, that name probation you, that, or that, anything like that. There was just nothing. It's just like no go. Please film Godzilla today. The name of the affluenza yeah. team came mm. to you immediately because it bothered. It annoyed me so much at the time that that name is now just stuck in my head. But then, yeah. it made me so angry. But you're right. The, the heir I, to the, the couch fortune. The ga- the, <laughs> but the Garda, the Irish police, just well, it's like to Matthew Broderick, like oh, it's a terrible shame. So you'll be on your flight tomorrow then. And then he was in America. And well, then... I mean, let's because like Ireland, like Didn't he in got the a last... fine. He got like a fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, number one, you can't like like uh, Godzilla plus P Diddy. Like, of course, that make you a ton of money. But like Ireland has also been just this like they they have just been dedicated to extractive and exploitative international businesses, just doing whatever they want there for decades now. Look, something's got to replace mm. the Catholic Church, all right? You've yeah. just you got to find was, a new international thing. I think it was a massive producer's scam where they needed the movie to tank and it was becoming too good and the only way to do it was... To- Godzilla <laughs> 2002. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, uh- Imagine if it's like, the movie's too good, so they said, I think we're going to need to introduce Godzilla into the movie. Mm. So it wasn't yeah. actually anything mm. to do with Godzilla. It was all it, about a journalist. Yeah. It was a movie about an idyllic Japanese town. Are you, are you, are you saying the that original- Max Bialystok... Organized this <laughs> terrible. Interestingly, the original script for Godzilla actually then was made later and was the film Spotlight. But yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing about the, the that '90s movie Godzilla is that at the end, the, it was revealed that the real monster all along was it was Godzilla. Uh, it was just, it was just Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this uh, shit. Yeah, I guessed it from the start. <laughs> like you're just going into a movie, just expecting it to be a mystery and acting like haughtily like you've solved it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know who smashed these buildings. It was Godzilla all along. My, my the evidence quote, is all there. My favorite quote from the end of King Kong was, "Twas fighter planes killed the beast." <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought that a giant monkey would be mm. vulnerable to a simple, yeah. a simple fighter plane? A simple bullets. Ah. <laughs> a simple, massive, unrelated bullets. A genius. A he didn't expect air power. Yeah. That was his issue. No air cover. <laughs> The uh, air superiority of humankind has saved us once again. The most advanced oh. ape ever to live just couldn't cope with bullets from the sky. The crazy thing is, <laughs> end, of, end of King Kong, considering it's like the 1930s and everyone's just fainting all the time, yeah. is everyone crowds around to look at the body of this gorilla, but a gorilla of any size falling from the Empire State Building to the ground would not be a sight that, where you want to see the aftermath <laughs> I mean, would be to all, any extent. Surely it would be all viscera. Yeah, it would be 100% just, viscera. Be like, do you remember uh, when that... Do you remember the inside of the gorilla <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Rather majestic intestine. Do you remember when <laughs> juice is terrible, turning to package one hundred percent viscera? Uh, do you remember when that? Um, do you remember when that whale burst and that movie went wrong? <laughs> do you think it would be like hundreds of one of my least favorite Ted Hughes poems? <laughs> How the whale bursts. Do you remember? Like it would be like hundreds of New York street urchins just desperately harvesting gorilla meat. Yeah, <laughs> we ate like kings of that gorilla. Mm. This was like when they filmed yeah, the Hindenburg with cum. Horrible. Shit. <laughs> yeah, shame, shame on his- <laughs> the Hinden, the Hinden bust, as it was originally known. 
Um, they said it was stable. Me. Excuse me. Oh, by the way, the Himden bust. We're going to make it more guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Um, mm, they said it was the gayest blimp ever designed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they said it crashed because it was an affront to God. <laughs> I would be powered by the steam room. I've been enjoying season three of Gayest Blimp. I think it's gone really, really interesting reality show. It's really hard to make. Interestingly, the queen doesn't even know it exists. She hasn't even heard of Gayest Blimp. <laughs> what do you think they do at King Kong Falls with the Empire State Building? And do you think all the firefighters have to clear it up? It's like. Should we start by sawing off the giant dick? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say the financial district yeah. is red now. Should we just say that easy? Interestingly, that's what caused the dick. People love suspicion. <laughs> Interestingly, that's what caused the Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Wall Street crash was King Kong's dick yeah. crashing through yeah. the Wall Street building and killing all you the know, traders. Because because he, he, he was just had a just a fucking like a Rodney as he fell down, it just cleaved a building in half. <laughs> <laughs> or just <laughs> this great down. There's like like a window clip. You know when this. <laughs> Do you know when those traders go like, oh, the stock market's crashed, they're going to jump off the building. Mm. And they just land on a giant dead gorilla. <laughs> this <laughs> is worse! <laughs> I tell you. I want it to be dead. What, what, a, what a situation. I'm covered in viscera. <laughs> when that, that old fortune teller woman told him he'd be crushed to death by a gorilla's penis, he never believed it, but <laughs> he thought it was a metaphor. Is yeah. Jonathan joining us for dinner tonight? No, he landed on a gorilla's dick. He was, he was killed by a giant gorilla <laughs> penis. You know, because oh, of the yeah. world's <laughs> fair. Fight it. Fight planes, was it? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my! This cliche Gor- happens all the time. Gorilla's one weakness. <laughs> Jim, Jim. This is this, of that's why Harambe <laughs> thought he was safe. But the the, the um, not a fighter plane inside. There was, like, it was Chicago or somewhere in Canada where like there was like a genuine maple syrup flood. Like loads yeah, oh, of killed. Yeah, yeah. So, many people. so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Canada. But, they, but it was Canada. But they say like oh like for like mm. decades afterwards they would say when there was like like flooding rains you could smell maple syrup coming out from the gutters. There was that one with the molasses as well. Somewhere it was, that's in what the I US? mean. It's the oh, molasses yeah, one. Yeah, the molasses yeah. one. Well, like, the molasses but, tank exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like yeah. a factory sized oh, tank. Yeah. I like the idea that they like the molasses tank. The molasses tank climbed the building. Building his huge dick. Just- <laughs> I, I, I like the idea that, like New York, it's like a yellow taxi, steam coming out of sewers, and when it rains, it smells like rotten gorilla dick. <laughs> you can still smell the gorilla. Ninety years ago, to this day, and it was years ago. But people say when the wind is right, <laughs> you can still smell the gorilla. You can hear the oh. plaintive, in the real plaintive life. flop of gorilla penis onto onto yeah. tarmac on a quiet night. I'll Imagine say this. a giant ghost on a ghost walk, and if you look up, you'll see a skyscraper-sized gorilla's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's like that shit happened. Like that shit happens all the time um, in sort of like this, the area of this studio, there are ghost tours going around yeah. constantly. And weirdly, Cray Brothers and Jack the Ripper. When I, yeah. when I was, Here you'll see the Cray Brothers' gigantic dick, which fell off when they... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was at university, there used to be tours, like historical and also ghost tours. They yeah. would always sort of ply their trade from around the rad cam. And you know, you'd, you'd be there sort of extraordinarily stressed about exams, sort of convinced that you were about to fail and that you've been lying to everyone all your life and that actually you're an idiot and shouldn't even be there and everyone's smarter than you and so on. You know. Mm. Um, and one of the only things I could do to alle- alleviate sort of my sort of Imposter bone, syndrome. bone-crunching stress was to go on a, 
was to go on an Oxford ghost tour. I think it meant to, to be a ghost while we're on the tour. <laughs> was, just, was just to say, Don't fuck find it. me. <laughs> just, was just go into my exam, like, wearing all my ghost clothes that they make you yeah. wear yeah, at yeah, that yeah. stupid fucking university. I, and just, just going like, up to tourists and going, watch out for the fighter planes. That's how they got me. <laughs> That's how they got me. I, I enjoyed... Uh, the ghost of a horse. <laughs> I was on a ghost tour. I was on a ghost tour once in... Uh, Philadelphia in a, in the States and the lady was saying oh Tom Hanks's character it's <laughs> <laughs> got him eventually yeah. <laughs> um, but they, I was on a ghost tour in Philadelphia and it was all like colonial era ghosts and they were saying like ah this this row of terraced houses and like in America terraced houses at all is already terrifying because it's like one place that has them so mm. they're like, ooh. And, and, and it was the ghost of a French uh, colonel who was in the Revolutionary War and he did this and did that. And it was this Lafayette. whole thing. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like a kind of like colonel not Sanders. Lafayette, Lafayette guy. And it was this whole thing about this French army officer. And then they were saying, and then he did this and did this in Philadelphia. And then he was in Boston. And someone in the group was like, but where, what happened after that? Uh, he, he he returned to France and died yeah. many years later. But and he, he hadn't died there. So rumor has it, that <clears throat> late at night here, if you call Paris, <laughs> but down yeah. the phone you can hear. But that's, it, but that's it. He didn't fucking die there. He died of old age in France. And they literally just like, uh, uh, someone said they saw the ghost. It's like, right, so he's, he's, he's a ghost. And he's going, I'm going to haunt that place I worked for a yeah. year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Let me walk yeah. across the sea for years. But some, but some say if you look at the sink you can still see the boot polish from his shaving kit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and of course the Dutch colonel as well you could see the lady's like frustration as someone made her admit that this man had died 45 years later happily with his wife and children of old age in France when they collided with Michael Roderick sorry sorry (laughs) if it's a ghost tour you can just make stuff up. She felt the need to. She was clearly like a history graduate earning some extra money. This is so she even felt the a need real to just ghost. go. No, he passed away of old age, yeah. having formed the government provisionally. Ah, uh, 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 Pierre coming through with the uh, massive pro worker take as ever. <laughs> All classic hard left novelli. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it if it's something to do with people who studied history having to do things to earn money, mm. uh, <laughs> my, my empathy is endless. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? <laughs> Tell me when the First World War was and get the dates wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. I won't do it. Uh, Pierre, Say it was 1910 to 1912. Pierre, Say it. Pierre, if you wouldn't mind taking to the couch, we're auditioning you for a special kind of movie. It's called <laughs> The Oogie Loves. <laughs> <laughs> put, on, put on this anachronistic battle dress. Yeah. <laughs> you know these are the wrong helmets, but wear them anyway. <laughs> You're going to have to sing the Austrian national anthem while wearing a helmet that only Janissaries wore. <laughs> <laughs> At the start the of nineteen, Janissary. yeah. At the yeah. start of nineteen seventeen, we're going to have one of the main two characters call a sergeant Sarge, like an American, <laughs> and you're going to have to not say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hire Pierre Novelli if you want to fuck with him in your history drama that you're not oh, putting man. much effort into. Man, I'd like every time I go to the fringe and they go, right, we've got Macbeth, right, but we're setting it in the trenches. It's going to be brilliant. And they're all wearing like army surplus UK army camo from 1955 to like 1970, mixed yeah, with Russian army surplus. Digital camo was a huge thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> mixed with Russian it. army surplus and like 
uh, like unaccountably like French policeman's gloves. And then walking around to policeman who died some years later. Walking around demanding discounts at restaurants. So then yeah. a, a guy walks on stage with like corporal stripes and epaulets, and people go, "Ah, Colonel!" And I just kill myself. I immediately kill myself because not only am I angry about that, but I'm angry that I'm angry. Yo, Pierre, you should. Yeah, infinitely. Why, why did I come Pierre, here? Why do I, I care? This. Pierre, you should be yeah. a stolen valor detective. Oh, when, like they have to ask you for those forms. What's the form called? The um, on Twitter they always go, "Where's your E eight two zero four or whatever yeah, your discharge well, you know, papers?" Things of that yeah. nature. I'm I mean, just imagining the the discourse when one day Pierre sees a, a student Edinburgh production so bad that he does kill himself, and we have to be involved in a very tedious online mental health discourse <laughs> about the unseen toll that these yeah. badly, badly <laughs> historically justified teen, teen yeah. Edinburgh fringe productions actually <laughs> cause to hardworking yeah. comedians. If you, yeah. if you see. The Durham Sketch Comedy Society's serious rendition of an improvised Macbeth. Call the Samaritans. Yeah. <laughs> people don't. People don't remember that there's a real person on the other end of that, you know, badly costumed production of Macbeth yeah. set in the trenches. Maybe that's how, like, Abraham Lincoln was watching a really bad play. And he just whispered to guy, "I knew it." If you yeah. Can you just fucking shoot me in the head? He just knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew. Yeah. 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 John, like, how much booth? is the ice cream? John, John Wilkes Dignitas Booth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abraham Lincoln was like, right. Here's the thing. I want to die, and uh, I argue with my wife a lot about how much I don't want to go to the theatre. Mm. And it would really teach her a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just shoot me in shoot the head. Shoot yeah. me? Sorry, yeah. sorry, is this shoot anywhere in the hat? My head is that shape. <laughs> so yeah. I'm an egghead from the movie Eggheads. <laughs> I'm one of the coneheads, you I'm see. I'm one of the coneheads. That's um, Abra- Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very a, different TV sorry, show. That's a Britain. quiz show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, everyone who goes on that quiz show has a meter oh. long head. Dan Aykroyd was on it <laughs> last night. <laughs> sorry, Dan, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> killed a guy in Amsterdam <laughs> when he was 19. No, 15 to 1 was actually a famous SNL sketch. Like, <laughs> and still, that is still the best. Like, I think mean, Jonathan Nunn won the CJ Demui discourse when he just tweeted that thing where it was like, CJ Demui stands for Canal Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, we've gone for go, so long. We, we have gone. For, we have gone for so long. I'm gonna yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah I'm also gonna have to piss. Oh, All right, will, uh, bye. Back of the queue. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we, we, we've. Been, <laughs> this has been Balthazar Speedboat. Um, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>